Alabama's Gospel Voice, 101.1 FM, AM 850. Ronnie Bruce with you and sharing some time with Pastor Tyler Warner of Calvary Chapel Trustful. Now, you're thinking, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. Yeah, you hear them Sunday mornings at 830 here on WXJC. And uh, Brother Tyler, what should I call you? Is that is, Will that work for you? That'll work just fine, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to talk to you. How are you doing? How is church going in the midst of all this craziness with 2021 straight ahead? You know, I'll tell you, it's been a difficult year. I think it's been difficult for everybody, and it's over, And but it doesn't it seem to be 2021 is doing its best to live up to 2020's reputation. <laughs> but we have been blessed over the last year, and the, the church has grown. Our ministry has expanded. I've seen the people in the church mature in their love for the Lord and their knowledge of the Word, and a lot of people have found us because we've of course, had to start live streaming online like everybody else, and mm-hmm. folks started finding us that way, and so we've, we've made a lot of new friends and new folks coming to the church, and I've just, this is what the Lord does, right? When we yeah. have crisis, when we have problems, the Lord shows up, and we can't pretend like we don't need Him anymore, and so the, the Lord is, is near to us when we're going through times like this. So we've been very blessed, as, as hard as it's been. Glad He gives us the ability to adapt, because if we're not flexible, then we're not going to make it. That's the truth. I had a pastor friend who used to say, Blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be broken. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. That's good. Talking about being flexible, we we had a plan written up at the end of 2019, Hmm. and one of the things I had said is, in 2020, I really want to make sure that we get an online live streaming ministry, and I was, you know, saying things like, this is where people are, this is how people are going to find new churches, and uh, we had a plan to roll it out slowly, and then in March, when everything got shut down, we pulled that plan out and had to do it way faster than we had originally planned, and we started out just having my iPhone propped up on a stack of Bibles on the pulpit, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) started doing it way faster than we had anticipated, but yeah, it's just being flexible and and trusting that God knows what He's doing and then letting Him lead you. It's amazing what you can do when you improvise, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that because they probably are doing the same thing or did the same thing anyway to begin with. Isn't that what uh, causes God to laugh when we tell Him our plans? Yeah. There's always that tendency that we have to plan it out. I don't think there's anything wrong with planning. No, not at all. We, we, we structure it, and we think this is how it's going to go, and this is how yeah. it's going to be, and the Lord just sits back, and the Bible says the Lord laughs. He's like, okay, yeah, you go ahead and plan that. That's fine. And uh-huh. I, I think that, that that speaks to the importance of not just having a good structure and a good system in place, but it, it's about knowing God. It's about mm. knowing the Lord and being conversant with the Holy Spirit, because when things change up on you, and all of a sudden your ministry plan isn't working, the Lord is still there, but if you haven't developed a depth of relationship with the Lord, then you're going to have to figure that out real quickly. So it's, it's always important to be maintaining that first, and then to right. begin the planning and, and to keep a loose hand on those things. And I'm in agreement with you. I'm all about it. I think it's fantastic that you had plans for the year, because you know, you do want to plan season by season and what's going to happen. As far as Calvary Chapel Trustful, the church and its mission, what is the overall mission and goal that you want to convey or, or want to reach into the community? The calling card of pretty much any Calvary Chapel church, and we're part of the Calvary Chapel Association, goes back to the Jesus movement in the, the 70s and all that, and yeah. is verse-by-verse Bible teaching. That, that's the hallmark of what we do, is we get together on Sundays and Wednesdays, and when we're, when we're teaching, we're opening up a book, and we're going through one section at a time. So 
uh, not this week, but the previous week, I finished teaching through the book of First Thessalonians. We've gone through Luke and Acts. We're teaching through Genesis on Wednesday night because we believe that the Word of God, is, as we all do, is living and active and powerful. And we want to do as Paul said to the Ephesians. He said, I not neglect to give you the whole counsel of God. And as we do that, as you open up the Bible and you read it and you believe it and you try to obey it, that pushes you out to then begin to pray and to seek the Lord. We place a high priority on prayer. We believe that we're supposed to be taking the gospel out and to be loving those who need love. And so that leads us to outreach and evangelism and to missions and to fellowship with one another and developing friendships in the Church and not just coming together once a week, but to having those relationships and becoming a real family and a real community. So uh, when folks ask what sets us apart, I always want to talk about the teaching, but that balloons out into so many other things, and yeah. uh, that's what we do. That's kind of like the basic foundation where everything grows out of, and just relationships that we used to have and just grown accustomed to, that is what has been changed so much, and it's tough when you're used to one-on-one, especially if you've got the huggers in the church and people who love to be together and that closeness. How are people dealing with that? In different ways. So there are a few who are still not back yet, you could say, and we're, we're trying to be very careful not to pressure people because we know that folks are afraid, and sometimes they have very legitimate reasons, and so we try not to make a big deal out of it. In some cases, those folks are doing just fine. They're connected with the ministry online and, and making phone calls and everything, but I, I've seen some others that have had a very hard time and not being able to see people face-to-face. There's a, a part, I believe it's in Second or Third John, where the Apostle says, I've got a lot of things that I'd like to say to you, but I don't want to say them through a letter. I'll just wait till I see you face-to-face. And mm. When we started coming back, and we've been back since we, the day we were allowed to do so, I think there is a greater appreciation for that face-to-face contact and being able to hug somebody, like you said, and you know how it is when you're talking to somebody online or you're texting them, or even when you're on the phone, you can't see them look them in the eye, there's opportunity for misunderstanding, and you know you, you can't read tone into a, an email or a text message, and right. sometimes that leads to conflict. So, yes. <laughs> you know, mo- most folks I know, are, even even if they're nervous, they're, they're like, I've got to get back, and mm-hmm. I've got to I've got to see some people, and I've got to be around folks. And I, I think there's a renewed appreciation for the value of the church. Right. And, um, but at the same time, I think there have been those that have. Unfortunately, this has been allowed to knock them off the pedestal when it comes to their walk with the Lord and their their love for the Church. And being separated, I mean, the Lord never intended us to be separated like that, not that He's unable to work through it, but that they're they're really struggling, and even even spiritually, you start to see them drift, and you just got to be praying for that and, and trusting that the Lord's going to work it out. You're hearing the voice of Tyler Warner, which you can catch Calvary Chapel Trustful, 8.30 a.m. each Sunday morning here on WXJC. You can also go to the website, calvarychapeltrustful.com, and you can find out more information about the church and its mission. And I like how you said it's uh, an outgrowth of the Calvary Chapel, people think, ah, wait a minute, I've heard of that. Is that in California? I guess it's spread throughout the U.S. Are they in most states now? Yes, I believe they're in all 50 states and and in several countries around the world. Calvary Chapel began with the the Jesus movement. It was a bunch of hippies getting saved in the (laughs) 70s, a bunch of disillusioned hippies. And they found Jesus at at a small little church called Calvary Chapel, and there was a great pastor there by the name of Chuck Smith, who is mm-hmm. home with the Lord now. But it was verse-by-verse Bible teaching. It was an opening, openness to the Holy Spirit, and this simple message of the Gospel, and that Jesus loves you. You know, they had a generation of people 
clamoring for love, right? Peace and love. And that's kind of our thing as Christians, right? That yeah. the Lord told us to go love one another. And as these guys began to be discipled and to grow up in the Lord, they started going out and planting churches. And that was the first Calvary Chapel movement, as it's called now. And my family and I are connected to that. And I grew up in a Calvary Chapel church. And my father is a Calvary Chapel pastor as well. And uh, here we are. So we're, I'm dyed in the wool Calvary Chapel, but uh, of course, not thinking that we're better than everybody else, but it's it's my family and it's my story, so I love it a lot. Yeah, I don't blame you, and I think it's very interesting, and we're so good to have you in the Birmingham area. Calvary Chapel, Trustful. Exactly where in Trustful are you located? It's 5239 Old Springville Road, so it's okay. technically got a Pinson address, but it's the greater Trustville area, so that would be uh, the Old Springville Road, Chalkville Road intersection, and we're right across from Publix, if anybody knows where that is. All right. Sounds good. Calvary Chapel Trustful. More from Pastor Tyler Warner coming up on the Ronnie Bruce Show, WXJC. Ronnie Bruce Show, WXJC, Alabama's Gospel Voice, and we are having a great time today talking to the pastor of Calvary Chapel Trustful. And if if you know where Old Springville Road is, you've probably passed it, and you say, oh, is that a Calvary Chapel? Yes, it is. Same one that uh, sprang out of the 1970s Jesus movement, and now Pastor Tyler Warner uh, brings the word every day, and also he comes your way on WXJC each Sunday morning at 830. Now, Brother Tyler, I want you to just let folks know, how can they get to your church or hear or see you in, in all of the changing ways? I know there's in-person services, but also uh, virtual and online services, I would imagine. Right. So our virtual services are same time, same place, I guess, as our in-person services. So we have Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. and then Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. So that would be tonight, 7 p.m. And our mm-hmm. Facebook page, which you can just go on Facebook, look for Calvary Chapel Trustville. It'll be live there whenever we have our services, and we've got a backlog there. We also, on our website, have all the teachings that uh, have been given, all the Bible studies since we started. Okay. So teachings all the way through the book of First John, Luke, Acts, First Thessalonians, and everything we're doing now, that's all available. We've been doing that for a long time. So there's, there's plenty there if anybody wanted to get a flavor of what they're looking for. Oh, that's awesome. So there's no way they can miss you. <laughs> they Not a fill for Calvary Chapel Trustful. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And CalvaryChapelTrustful.com is also the website. Brother Tyler, people are still anxious, and especially right now with the transition of power, the new president, everything else going on, not only COVID, but just political unrest as well. Is there anything that you can say that would encourage the church as we move into 2021? Sure. Well, there's a few things that I've been sharing with, with our crowd. The, the first one is, is something that we all ought to know. The Bible tells us to not put your trust in princes. The Bible tells us over and over again that if you're going to put your trust in people or a group of people, they're going to let you down. Your trust and your loyalty first has to be in the Lord and the way that He is choosing to oversee things. Psalm chapter 2 says that, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The Lord sits in the heavens, laughs. He says, I've set my king on the holy hill. So that, that sounds flippant to say, but it's really not, because as Christians, we're, we're people out of time. We're people of another kingdom, of another world that's coming. And we, of course, li- like the Lord told the Israelites, He said to seek the welfare of the city where you're in exile, so we believe in all that. But at the same time, we can't be so attached to any one person or one group 
to the point where we've lost our ability to speak for the Lord or that our loyalty begins to be drawn away from the Lord. So that's something that we ought to know, but I mean, every political season, it rolls around and we have to learn that lesson again. So I think that's the first thing. I think we're so obsessed with politics right now. And yeah. I'm, a, I'm a recovering news junkie myself, so I'm, I'm not, <laughs> you know, not judging anybody, but I'm saying we, we've got to break free of that, you know, mm-hmm. that it's about what the Lord is doing. And, and tied to that, the second thing I'd say is we need to make sure that we are aware of what's going on right in front of us. So you open up the news online or, or Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, and you're going to get horrible stories of things that are going on around the world, around the country, but very often... Those things are so far away from our actual lived experience, like the, there's terrible riots happening in Oregon, or there's some corruption going on, or some Christian group under assault in California or New York. And we, we take those things seriously, but if we zoom out and look at our lives, we're like, hold on a second, my marriage is going great. My family is healthy. My church is, is doing well. My pastor's not teaching those crazy things. Our superintendent isn't pushing this or that. And that should cause us to take a breath and, and to take pride and joy in what's right in front of us. The book of Ecclesiastes hits that over and over again. He's like, life is not fair, life is painful, so love what God's given you, and don't be jealous for for other stuff. I I think that's huge, because you get so obsessed with someone else's life instead of living the one that God has given to you. And and, and the last thing is, when we're in this time where the churches are are separated, and we don't know what's going to happen, and missions has ground to a halt, and, and all kinds of things like that, this is a time for us to have an extended meditation on the omnipresence of God. We all believe that God is everywhere. Psalm 139 says, where can I flee from your spirit, right? If I go to heaven, yeah. you're there. If I go to hell, you're there. If I go to the ends of the earth, you're there. And we're not like the Israelites under the Old Covenant who had to go to the temple in order to meet with God. The Bible says we now, because of the Holy Spirit, are the temple of God. So when we are not able to be together in person, as much as we want to do that, we've got to remember that the Lord is there. He's there with us. And we're not somehow missing out on encountering God, even if we have to stay home for a while, because the Lord is there, and the Lord is the one who knits us together. And that might not make it physically any more easily, but spiritually it can soothe us and calm us. So it it really comes back to focusing on God, I guess, keeping your relationship with the Lord at the forefront of your mind. Amen. Amen. Again, foundational for any believer who wants to live the Christian life. And thanks for the advice. I mean, I think that's really good as we move forward in 2021. And on that note, Tyler Warner, pastor of Calvary Chapel Trustful. Of course, our time has flown by, but if you don't mind, would you please pray over the state of Alabama? Just pray over the church and whatever God puts on your mind there. Yeah, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are sovereign over all of these things, Lord. Not a single thing that has happened in this last year or up till now has caught you by surprise, Lord. And that's why we put our trust and our hope in you, Lord, because you are the one that sees beyond all of that, and you're the one that gives wisdom to all those who ask. And God, that's what we need. We need wisdom, Lord, to know how to move forward and how to proceed. And Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, that you would keep us focused on Jesus' name, that you would remind us of the gospel, that we would separate ourselves from lesser things, Lord, and take this time where people are are afraid and angry and crying out for justice and crying out for peace and love, Lord, that we would be able to go out and say, that is what 
God has provided through Jesus Christ at the cross. He died, he rose again, and he's coming back for all those who put their faith in him. Lord, it is your Holy Spirit who teaches us, so would you fill us up with your power, with love for one another and for Jesus Christ. And God, we give you all the glory, and we look forward to all the victories that you are going to win in the state of Alabama, in the United States of America, and around the world, Lord. So it's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Tyler Warner, Calvary Chapel Trustful, and you can actually see him tonight at 7 o'clock. That's the Wednesday service, correct? That's correct. We're teaching through the book of Genesis. Ah. We're trucking right on through. It'd be an interesting study. Fantastic. And, of course, Sundays. And then on WXJC Sunday mornings at 830, you can catch Calvary Chapel Trustful with Pastor Tyler Warner. I appreciate your time today, and thanks so much. Let's do this in person next time. How about that? That sounds great to me. I really appreciate you having me, and I'll come back anytime. Fantastic. Alabama's Gospel Voice, 101.1 FM, AM 850, WXJC.